freaking love macaroons! Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I am Patrick Dugan, your anime idiot. I'm Dana Hollander, an anime expert. I'm Brenda McCullough, your big love gorilla. Oh, wow, that feels Ooh. weird. <laughs> no, that's a good one. <laughs> that's all I know about this show. I know it's like a rom com and there's just a big gorilla man. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, let's introduce uh, what we're watching today. Uh, we are watching My Love Story. Yay! <laughs> Guess who watched this already? Yay! <laughs> uh, I am very confused. I assume this is uh, a rom-com of sorts. Yes, it's our first romantic comedy. I feel like it's our first like feel-good anime. Finally. Uh, I don't know. I could see Death Note being argued for a romantic comedy between two men. <laughs> anyway. Between uh, uh, Kira and, Li- uh, and uh, L. Alright. <laughs> no, Kira I, and Light. That's, is that himself. is the hottest take I have ever heard. <laughs> I've seen those fanfics. But yeah, um, let, let's get into it. Because I don't know if I've ever seen uh, like a romantic comedy anime because... All my exposure has been, like, the most popular stuff that comes up are, like, fighting, Mm -hmm. uh, mech battles, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be the greatest blank in the world sort of stuff. (laughs) So this is uncharted territory for me. Sure. I'm very curious to, I mean, I feel like the title is pretty much easy. You could tell what it's gonna be about, but I still want (laughs) to know. And it's from you too, Brendan, because you've never seen it. I've never seen it, but, like, I've seen enough anime to know. You never know what it's like. It can take a hard turn out of nowhere. So, like, That's who true. knows? This could turn into a fighting anime. Yeah, my love story with an alien robot. I, I've seen that one. Story of my I have life seen that one as a teenage robot. <laughs> uh, if this turns into my life as a teenage robot, I will be so excited because oh, uh, that is the best. Uh, it's a good uh, show. I, I was gonna say it's a mech show, but that's not what that's about. <laughs> Um, no one gets inside, Jenny. Mm, uh, Brad does, uh, probably. Uh, <laughs> that I nerdy dabbed. boy wanted you to. You couldn't see it, but I dabbed. Oh, yeah, Sheldon. <laughs> when I was knows. looking up my love story on Hulu, My Life as a Teenage Robot came up. Why? So if you have Hulu, because <laughs> I put in my L. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That'll do it. Anyway, tell me. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh... Uh, Dana, this was your pick this week. It was. Uh, so how did you find this? Uh, what is your experience with this show? Um, I watched it as it was coming out, but I don't remember when I jumped in. Um, but I was really interested in it because it was a romantic comedy with very, very good reviews. So, and I love a good romantic comedy. <laughs> um... So I was really excited to get into it. So yeah, I've I've seen the whole thing because it came out a year or two ago. So maybe even longer. Um, but I yeah. love it. It's, yeah, let's it's very... pull up the uh, uh, airing dates. Um, 
April 9th, 2015. So, what, three oh, years ago? Man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember seeing pictures and, like, clips when it first came out because the protagonist of it is just so unique-looking compared to every other, like, rom-com. But mm-hmm. that's about all I know. Like, I really don't know much beyond it. It's just a romantic comedy sort of sh- story. And Good. both leads, both romantic leads... They seem to pay particular attention to their lips. Like, both of their... The guy's got, like, comedically huge lips. But then the girl, they seem to put more attention to her lips than any other female I've seen in the show. Mm, like, in the clips. That's interesting. So, hmm. I, don't, I don't know if this, if that's just me. I like, mean, you watching the show, I thing. didn't even notice that. But now yeah, that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, watch the first three episodes, and I will pay attention to those kissable lips yeah <laughs> I'm in love. Yay! <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's let's get into it because this was delightful. Let's tackle this rom com. It was so refreshing after after like. I mean, I mean, My Hero Academia is very like light and fun and encouraging and empowering. Um, in the beginning, it gets in the beginning, dark. The episodes we watched were yeah. we didn't watch any dark episodes. It gets, but like yeah. I feel like the other things we watched were very like, Ugh. and this is very, oh. <laughs> Uh, this is a great palate cleanser after yeah. JoJo after <laughs> biting a dog's that. face off. Uh, now they're just smooching each other's faces off. Well, not yet. Nah. Yeah, no smooching. We're, no smooching we're three yet. We're episodes in. <laughs> Pace yourself. We're a Christian girl. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So this is very soft camera lens, pink uh, light burst just everywhere. Just mm-hmm. everywhere. <laughs> they don't take a second to not do it. Um, one thing I really enjoyed, like the character, the main character, Tuck. Tokyo? Tokyo? Takeo. Takeo. For half my notes, I just wrote Giant Man. Um, That's fine. Uh, it, uh, I, I will say, uh, I, throughout watching this, I told myself this is the uh, Reggie Fisame uh, origin story. Oh, man. <laughs> I could not look at uh, Takeo and not see Reggie Fisame. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm Body's sorry right. if I ruined it for you, but... That's uh, okay. Whenever I see Takeo, I think of Paul, so <laughs> nothing will ruin it for me. No I know. Love it. I know. Um, I do like his character because it's, it's typically the side character in, like, uh, I watch a lot of fighting shows, so it's usually, like, the big goon character in a gang that, like, is the bruiser. And it's just, he's very much got all of the quirks and design of, like, that big dumb character, but he's the main character. Yeah, so I, I very much enjoy um, seeing someone different as a protagonist versus his best friends, um, who is very traditional, brooding love boy, soft boy everyone's in love with. Um, right. So I, I very much enjoyed that, and you get a 
ton of great reaction shots and just like freeze frames on Takio, like because he's just so ex- his design is just so expressive right off the bat that mm-hmm. it just lends itself to those reactions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so episode one, start off right off the bat. Um, it's a middle school graduation ceremony, like they're moving yeah. on to high school, and just everyone's crying. Just hold on, though. What about the cherry blossoms and the opening? Yeah, you skipped over oh. the uh, introduction. And the red demon boy. Right. Wait, demon boy. Yeah. Well, in the, the beginning, ogre. it tells the story of the red ogre. Oh, my right, subtitle right. said demon, but right, I've already forgotten that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say the opening. Um, enjoyable, not. Not a real banger. Not something I'm gonna hunt down and listen to over and over again. But are like, you kidding? I, that's just me. That's just. <laughs> I me. love. I love this opening. Yeah, I it's really it's so, cute. It's so cute, and the song is really nice. Like it's just like, it just makes you smile. <laughs> and the part, the part where Takeo is King Kong and he's holding Suna oh, instead yeah. of Yamato. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it, but like at least the song wise, I'm just like, all oh, right, it's pleasant. I'm you know, but yeah, I'm not it's gonna... definitely not lit. Yeah, it, it, I'm not going to hunt it down on YouTube and just have it on a playlist. Um, so yeah, it but opens yeah. up, and we get Takio as the sad red, red ogre. Mm-hmm. And, um, he was bullied because he's made fun of uh, for being an ogre, and the villagers hate him. And then his friend, the blue ogre, who is so... Uh, what's his name? Soda, Suda. At first, it's just kind of telling us the story... Of yeah. the yeah. demons and not it's not necessarily relating them yet. Yeah. But well the first episode is called uh Red Ogre, I believe. Uh it's called My Story, actually. Oh, I'm wrong. I think the next yeah. episode is. Yeah. The no, third the third, third, sto- the God, third one I'm is called The third one is called My Blue Demon, so That's it. That's yeah. So it comes around. It's it's it comes around. It's setting it up. It's setting up the story. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's basically Takio is, you know, Playing a character was very similar to him. The people were scared of him and such, and made fun of him. Um, and then Sona uh, helps him out. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the middle school ceremony, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, everyone's crying. Just a lot of tears. Yeah. Yeah, not a dry eye in the room. They're uh, all singing. Yeah. Did anyone Which... cry at their middle school? graduation thing did anyone I didn't have, a have one yeah i i had one but no one cried because we all were gonna see each other next year because yeah yeah uh yeah i don't know how exactly schools in japan work if it's very individualized but i i assumed everyone would go to the same school because suna and takeo are in the same school but yeah I, I, I'm not really sure how it works either. I know, like, I mean, it seems like from middle school, people get pretty split up just based on what I've seen of other anime. Yeah. Other high school anime. Like, it seems like no one knows each other and everyone gets split up. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's because Japan is, like, smaller, so there's a lot, like, bigger dense, uh, popula- uh, population density. So you'll have a lot of schools, districts overlaying one another. And then Could the be. parents get to decide which one you go to. Because, like, at least in the U.S., where I was, it was just, like, you went to the school that was nearby, and that's it. Because it's the yeah, only school. Yeah, it was school. separated yeah. by, like, where you live. Yeah, so unless you yeah. moved, you weren't going to any other schools. 
because all the U.S. Uh, high school shows, it's always, well, the main character moves to town, yeah. so yeah. you now have to be introduced to everyone. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I could see it being, like, very small, individualized school districts, especially since Suna and Takeo are, like, neighbors. They would definitely go to the same school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so quickly after the ceremony, we find out Takeo, despite being a Goliath, just... A monster. He's taller than even the stores in the school. Um, he's actually pretty well liked, at least with the guys. It seems they're all crying, yeah. saying they're going to miss him, and like, hey, they're all very emotional. Come to the club, and like, we'll see you again. Like, you know, he's, he seems he doesn't seem like the outcast like you think in traditional tropey anime. Yeah, I yeah. like that though. Like right off the bat, like boys aren't introduced as like some emotionless cool boys. They're all very like. Just- open about their emotions yeah 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 Yeah, because it seemed like they were all like sports friends too because Mm -hmm. they had uh it was like translated of like uh there was a phrase that is used in like uh martial arts to like uh symbolize like yeah go get them or like uh get a full point or something like that as like an encouraging thing so i i guess they're all like sports friends because he's also very athletic uh we see through the rest of the episodes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh this is something good to point out did you guys watch the subs or dubs oh is i watched dub? the dub dub oh i watched subbed i didn't even know there was a dub that's what i was surprised by because i thought it was still pretty new and maybe not i've gotten translated yet um i watched dubs for episode one and three and subs for two. Oh, i'm always gotcha. gonna, good i'm always gonna try and switch whenever there's the option um i thought the dub was good i enjoyed okay. it who one played Takeo? Yeah, one thing I noticed was Takeo, who has a fairly unique voice because of his you know massive stature and stuff, um, was really similar between dub and sub. Like it was that's good. You know, really not too noticeable. Everyone was actually pretty good. Um, we later uh, the main female protagonist uh, Yamamoto. Um, Yamato. Yamato. I am terrible with names. Um, <laughs> hers is probably the most. Uh, noticeable difference between the characters but even that wasn't like too dramatic so okay. whoever did the dub good job like it's pretty was it not point. funimation uh i don't know oh i can't get the character's name right i'm not gonna know the studios <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah after the graduation takio goes to confess to his crush that he likes her and would hopefully go out with him and as he walks in he sees his best friend suna and she's confessing to him that she likes him. And it destroys Takio. He just breaks his heart. And Suna rejects her, saying he wants yeah. none. Yeah. He wants none of that business. No, thank you. And that's when we uh, find out. Too cool. Too, too cool for love. I wrote girls just love boys that don't show their emotions, it seems like. Everyone loves Suna. Like, they walk. This is when we find out they're best friends and they're neighbors and they start walking home together. And just. Everyone they pass by is just swooning over yeah. Suna. And like, Ooh, gotta love that blank canvas. I, mean, I, oh, I just... also love Suna, but that's just because we get to see a different side of him. Yeah, because as of now, it seems like he's it. It seems like he's setting up to be like the heartbreaker. Oh, I'm I'm just too cool for love. But yeah, we do see he actually has like a personality. <laughs> later. Yeah, he just doesn't care to show it to people he doesn't care about. Yeah, but people just love this emotionally 
dead doll. People just love this pretty mannequin devoid of all life and personality. Like, they just love them. They can't get enough of them. Even people on the train <laughs> love them. Mmm, eat it up. Mmm, nom nom nom. Delicious. Um, but when I saw him rejecting the girl, I thought she was the main protagonist at first. And I was oh. just like, oh, God, here comes the love triangle. Like, the, you know, common misunderstanding of rom-coms. Like, it, a rom-com exists only on misunderstandings and, like, awkward moments. And it's like, here we go. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah, I was I'll talk worried about it why was... I love this so much later, because I don't want to jump too far ahead, but that's part of it for me. We'll talk about it later when we get to more whatever. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was very glad to find out later, like, that... The love triangle is very quickly dismissed. Like, that's not yeah. a trope they carry over through the whole series. Because yeah. that's one I cannot stand. Because it's just so so petty and cheap. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Especially since it's established that uh, not just this one girl he wanted to uh, confess his love for right before graduating. But mm-hmm. every girl Takeo has ever had a crush on was super duper into Suna. Yeah, my oh, favorite is when they're five and she says he likes her and he's like, I hate you. <laughs> he just <laughs> does Savage. It, it like progresses uh. with each girl that confessed to him of like, no, thank you. It's like, I'd rather not. It's like, oh, I'm busy that day. And then eventually just, like, I hate you. <laughs> no, it was when he was five in kindergarten. He said, I hate you. Was in it? subs at least. Oh, okay. Yeah, th- straight the dub, out of the gate. In the, in the dub, the it's a later one. Um, but he does get there. And yeah, he just does not hold back. Um, and we later Did find out why. It? Yeah, well, that too. He's just we find we do see him with a personality, but it's still very mild compared to Takio, who's just exploding with passion about everything. Yeah. Um, one of the notes I wrote down is like, does Takio just scream about everything? Because his I don't know if it's a voice uh, register or if he's just always so loud. Like he's just always screaming about stuff. No, he is always screaming. <laughs> always loud. Always projecting. Unless he's narrating like the. Uh, voiceover narration where he's kind of intimate and quiet. Any other yeah, moment, you have to know their inside them. thoughts because everything he says externally is shouted to the heavens. <laughs> <laughs> he's got those big boy lungs. He's got to project his voice. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're going home, and on the train, uh, is this when Suna offers his seat up to the woman with the child, or is that another? Yeah. Episode? Yeah. It. It sort of. Uh, this is a really good scene to like sum up their personalities because uh, we they're did both skip sitting... the part where Takeo was protecting children from pedophiles, but oh yes, oh, yes, yes. We skipped over that. My apologies. That was fun. Um, so there's apparently rumor around of a creepy guy hanging around uh, like a kid's school, like an elementary school, and so to protect them because he's a superhero, I guess. <laughs> he's an a... amateur vigilante. Yeah. Just the noblest uh, middle schooler ever. Yeah. <laughs> and well, now tones. he's in high school. Now he's he is, 14 yeah. now. Um, so he just Jesus. stood outside in a black judo uh, robe, like just giving hard, stern looks at any guy that walked by and just progressively got harder and sterner to the point where a cop actually shows up because someone called the cops on him for being the weirdo. Yeah. So... <laughs> But very good. Just, and then we get very... to see Suna laugh, which is very nice. Yes, it's not I love Suna's laugh. And then, like, in the narration, Takeo goes, girls, this is what it looks like when he laughs. And I think that's so <laughs> Here cute. you go. This is what you wanted. Here's the money shot. Yeah. Um. So, yes, back on the subway when they're going home. Uh, 
Yeah, so this no. was a, a a nice like a quick short scene to like sum up their personalities because it's a crowded train and they're both sitting down mm-hmm. and a woman walks in and uh, Suna casually like gets up and just crosses the train and uh, the woman sees the seat and sits so it's like a subtle quiet gesture. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't and then offer it; he just walks away. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, a very shaky old uh, person gets <laughs> on the train, time. and uh, Takeo leaps up with a grand gesture and uh, sort of like throws himself at the feet of this old man to be like, "Please take my seat. I am I am the hero <laughs> of today." And the old man just keeps on walking. But the funny, <laughs> no, I mean, you. I feel like Takeo doesn't really feel like that. I feel like he just wants to be nice. Yeah. But yeah. it just tends to come out that way. Yeah, it it never comes off as like, I'm here because I'm the best and I'm the greatest. It's very much uh, just, uh, please let me be the nicest human on yeah. Earth. Yeah. But just the trying... grand gestures are often ignored. Yeah, it's usually just a kind gesture. But because he is so grand physically, everything becomes a grand gesture. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, everything yeah. becomes much more emotive and expressive, like much like anime. Why they have giant eyes in every anime? It's like him being just a giant person. Everything just seems to be more exaggerated. He is just a giant walking exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. that's a good way of putting it. Oh, and uh, not to tangent too much. This actually reminded me of a buddy I had in high school, and we just called him Big Mike because, like Takio, he was just a giant and looked. <laughs> 42 in high school and we often have times where he's like oh i might you know that girl's pretty cute i might ask her and i'm like you can't do that that's pedophilia he's like she's older than i am i was like oh yeah you're 16 i forgot like <laughs> he was just so big people actually thought he was a substitute teacher most of the time oh my gosh it was great um so this is very endearing to me because i'm like i know this guy I- i've met this guy i feel like everybody knows this guy like yeah. in my mind this is paul and in dugan's mind it's reggie fizame <laughs> yeah <laughs> you the yeah my good reggie. friend reggie yeah <laughs> yeah you're no i i definitely related because i've always been the uh bigger guy uh like i was a very early bloomer for like height and facial hair and all that fun yeah. stuff so i like his current level of like sideburns takeo has uh that's what i had in seventh grade oh <laughs> because God. i was like i can do it i need to show this off <laughs> and I got to, like, uh, six foot at uh, eighth grade. So uh, that was the year, like, everyone started catching up to me. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not the giant anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I was kind of that way, too, though. Like, I've always kind, I've always been taller and I've always been bigger than other girls. And, like, I've always kind of been, like, the appointed, like, mom and, like, the one who protects everyone else. So it's relatable. Tokyo is very relatable. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh he's just a big softy on his <laughs> giant experience. Teddy bear. <laughs> um I like the scene on the train though because it also showcases their personalities and the way people treat them like outside of romance and their friends and family and schoolmates yeah. like it showed just how the world treats them kind of and it wasn't an yeah. intentional thing against Takio. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, while they're standing for the train after they gave up their seats, they notice um a train molester. Uh, uh, yeah, g- copping uh, some uh, some girl's butt. And uh, quick uh, note: uh, the train molester's shirt has sixty nine on it. 
Yep. Hey. No, that's that's a trope we're finding because yeah, the gang down. member in Soul Eater had a 69. sixty-nine shirt. If they are a scumbag, they have a sweatshirt with sixty-nine. 69. On it. That's the, that's the Japanese symbol uh, number for bad. That's a yeah. bad man number. That's all it means. <laughs> Nothing else. Yeah, I I want to find that there is like an interdimensional uh, just creep store that all anime <laughs> villains. Uh, shop at and that section is nearly always sold out yeah it's always yes uh i could probably find that on a boardwalk somewhere in jersey somewhere's got that just a bunch of those shitty shirts that no one should be wearing that's where a lot of scumbags shop is on a boardwalk in new jersey yeah yeah you're not wrong (laughs) i was near venice beach today i could go and find five stands with that sweatshirt (laughs) (laughs) ah gross so yeah Takio sees this and immediately grabs the guy's hand and pulls her away. And I'm amazed he doesn't just turn the guy's hand into dust. Because it just encompasses his entire hand. And he's just so massive. Um, so getting off at the next station, which is... Yeah. Oh, so good. Kinda like, what the <laughs> hell you think you're doing? And just taking no one's bullshit. And he's usually a pretty quiet character. And he just has no, no internal monologue for injustice. He's big and loud and kicking the indoors. Yeah. And so we see him get off at the next station um, with the girl that was being harassed. And it's actually the cop who was called on him when he was outside the elementary school, uh, funnily, funny enough. Um, and they could try and dispute the, or the guy tries to dispute it, saying, you know, he was attacked. It was not his fault. And then had to go and, you know, say she was asking for dressing like that. Just. You know, the standard dialogue all creepy, horrible men say. And Yamato's there, yeah. and she's, like, trying to defend herself. This is Yamato. This is our... Yes, this is Yamato. This Sorry. Is pro- this is our female lead. Yes. And, yeah, she's trying to defend herself and uh, back up Takio and justifying his action, which is justifiable. Yes. Um, he saved then, her. Yeah. And then when this sleazeball uh, makes those comments about uh, Yamato, Takio can't take it and just pops him in the face and just slams it through a desk use your fists (laughs) the power of love it overcomes everything is the answer in this case i believe violence is the answer yeah no yeah that cop seemed super chill with it at in the moment he was like "Eh, all right i feel like he kind of like we don't see it but i feel like he just kind of like shrugged and just kind of like you know you can't do that right like he wasn't yeah. mad about it but he's like you know i have to legally like punish you in some way for assaulting another person yeah and which, was, like, agreed and it's her which, school uh, uniform how dare he say she's asking for it yeah she, she, especially because it's not addressed uh how old the creep is but yeah that is uh grabbing a uh, school girl's butt yeah a she's freshman 14. in high school yeah just Ugh. Luckily, it's over quickly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we cut to seeing Takio suspended for assaulting yeah. another person. <laughs> Boo. And he's just <laughs> And he's just it seems like he's only suspended for a day though. It seems like they don't really say how much time has passed, but it seems like he's back uh, in school th- pretty quick. I think they say it was a week he was suspended oh, was for. It? Mm. Okay. At least that's what the dub said. Okay, okay. I might have missed that then. Um see, so yeah, he's just lounging around in his robe. He's got nothing to do. His room is full of garbage and manga like it's just i mean same (laughs) was this your room brendan hey wow okay (laughs) just gonna call me out like this um first off my room is really clean because i don't do anything in it (laughs) um 
But I was surprised because it's literally just trash bags and comic books. And it immediately made me think, like, the trope of a lot of anime is just... You want to have a very interesting... Well, not a very interesting background. You don't want to pull attention away from it. But anytime there's a background in a child's room who's a student, there's a bookshelf or some sort of shelf that's just filled to the brim with books. And I'm sure they got more study guides and manuals and stuff in Japan schooling and stuff. But there's always so many books. And I'm always amazed. I'm like, how is every Japanese student just the biggest bookworm? Because <laughs> I know I mean, Takeo be... definitely must not be. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, uh, it's established later on. He does not study at all, ever. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, but I'm so I'm, I assume it's all just manga. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's safe to assume it's either books to study or manga to not study. Um, <laughs> I'm going with option two for Takeo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just always surprised it's always full of books. It's always filled to the brim. There's never, like, an empty bookshelf in any anime. Um, so, yeah, Sonia comes over and gives him his notes from class that he missed. And he says, oh, you're probably not going to study him anyway, because why would you? <laughs> and at that moment, we get uh, Takeo's mom so chimes in and says, like, oh, there's a girl here to see you. I and love he's, Takeo's mom. She's you see her for like <laughs> two two quick seconds, but she's a great character. She's very good. And uh, in this time, Takeo starts panicking, realizing there's a girl coming over. And he starts cleaning up his room, which is just uh, an absolute trash heap. <laughs> and, uh, and and being a giant exclamation point, just shouting, "Don't let her in! I have dirty underwear everywhere!" <laughs> just can't not scream at all times. Um, and as he's shoving his dirty clothes back into the closet, she comes in, and it's Yamato. Yay! Yay! She's here to thank him for defending her and get pulling that creep off her. And she brings she brings a cheesecake. Yeah, really good because I love cheesecake. Um, oh, it was uh, in the dub uh, before uh, she comes in. I wrote down a quote because it, it, it it just shows off what a sweetie he is. Because he, like, immediately falls in love, like, love at first sight. Oh, that's yeah. um, But he says, I was given the chance to help a nice girl, and that's something to be proud of. Because he didn't think it would go further than that. And it's just so sweet. That makes me want to cry. Like, he's so... <laughs> Everyone in this show is so legitimately good. Like, all of them are completely unproblematic. <laughs> Except for their friends, I guess. But, like, the main three. Yeah. Are just yeah. so good uh, and kind, just so pure, so nice. Uh, <laughs> As opposed, I to... want them all in my life. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to Death Note, where literally everyone's a piece of shit. Just yeah. Every character yep. is irredeemable. <laughs> uh, so yes, this is a very good palate cleanser for <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> um, so they all share cake, and Takio just man fist grabs it and just shoves it down while. Uh, Sonia and, and Yamato again screams about how amazing it is because yeah. he's apparently never had cheesecake, cheesecake before. Is, yeah, yeah, he's never had it. Uh, we find out later he's had very few pastries of any kind because <laughs> every time it's the first time having it. Yeah, um, I wrote down. Uh, has he ever had a dessert? Because <laughs> everything she makes, uh, it's established here that uh, she is a baker and loves to bake. Yeah. Um, no, it's all protein for him. He's got to work out. He's got to gain those mass. But but still, he's a big old lad, and he's never had a dessert <laughs> in his life. Well, uh, well, maybe yeah. that's not his mom's specialty. Yeah, I guess <laughs> his mom's bulking him up for the Olympics. She's getting a, she's getting a bodybuilder <laughs> son. He's gonna win wrestling. Um, 
but yeah, so she comes over to thank him, and uh, at one point Sonia's like, well, alright, that's it for me, I'm gonna head home and start studying. She's like, what? You're gonna leave? And oh, this yeah. is a crux of a, a bit of a plot for at least, well, at least the three episodes we've watched. Yeah. Um, and it's this moment where Takio believes she doesn't want Sonia to leave, because she yeah. likes Sonia over Takio. Like every yeah. other girl in his life. So he gets all sad, and just effectively gives up on ever winning her over like mm-hmm. this is the moment where he's just like well that's it i guess i can only you know encourage them to be together because it'll never be for me yeah um, <laughs> it's a sad moment um and then i think we just jump cut to him back at school no right? No. He's in oh, his room. Cell phone. And, and yeah, she leaves her phone. Yeah. Classic right. move. Uh, the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> yeah. Now we gotta talk again. Oh no, we need to meet up at least one more time. Gotta get my phone back. Oops. <laughs> Clumsy me, I left my phone at your house. Oops. <laughs> so Not she... that she's like that, but <laughs> it is a good move. Yeah, it works. At least in this case. <laughs> and so she calls the phone saying, like, oh, hey, can we meet up again so I can get my phone back from you? And he's all flustered and nervous. And he's like, yeah, sure. And he tells, or no, they're at school the next day. And then he pulls Sonya aside saying, like, hey, you want to go to the park with me? He's like, what? No. He's like, just do it. Just do Why? it. Why? No. Right. Do me this favor, man. Also, I'd like to pause just for one moment because I... I think you're calling him Sonia. It's Suna. Sonia. S-U-N-A. I, I would like to address that right now. Sotomayor. He's the that, Supreme Court yes. judge. No, every time you say that, I'm thinking of Sonia Sotomayor. <laughs> and I'm very confused. Yeah. Uh, Let's just let, agree right now. You guys can call them by their names. I'll give them the names I've called them. And oh we can just all, It's just Pretty Boy and Gorilla Man. That's, that's fine. If you fine. want to call them Pretty Boy and Gorilla Man, that's fine. I'm better at pronouncing those names than anything in Japanese. No, that's, that's totally fine. fine. I just needed to address it because it was driving me insane. I was I was like 90% sure I was pronouncing it wrong, but I'm just like, let's see how long I can go. I said it a couple times, but I said it quietly because I was like, I'm not gonna... So... No, this is the one show I'm confident in the pronunciation of the characters' <laughs> names. So I'm saying it loud and proud. Every other time I avoid saying it. <laughs> He's just dancing around it. Um, I'm so, like, oh, the the tall guy. The guy with the fun hair. Gorilla, man. Uh, pulls aside pretty boy. He's like, hey, you're going to go with me. Because pretty girl wants to date pretty boy. Now I just sound like a caveman. Uh, <laughs> And he's like, you're going to come with me, and I'm going to try and hook, like, without saying it, he's like, I'm going to try and hook these two up. So when they meet again, she brings them more desserts, and this is when we find out she makes them all. Yeah, she brought macarons. That's, macarons this time, That's yes. hard. I was like, she wants, she wants the D real bad. <laughs> yeah. Wants, at this point, she wants someone's D real bad. She's putting I guess the work. we know who. Yeah, Takeo's really the only one who doesn't know who. Yes. <laughs> he's just so dense. He's just so big and dense. Mentally um, and physically, the <laughs> densest human being. <laughs> and so he starts eating the macarons, and he's going nuts. He doesn't know what they are, but he loves them. He's absolutely in love with them. They are delicious. Screaming, and, I freaking love macaroons! <laughs> at the top of his line, scaring away any children and wildlife that might have been in that park previously. 
And I forget exactly what happens next, but there's Um, some moments where he gets super flustered. Suna offers to go get them drinks, I think, at this point. And uh, Yamato's kind of like, yeah, I'll go with you. And he's like, nah, man, it's cool. And then um, Takeo, is this? I think that might be the second episode. Yeah, let yeah, me check. I think that is... It's, it's tough with this show because there's like three locations. It's like his their apartment, oh, yeah, the park, the and school, episode. and that's it. So it's it's always one of those in every episode. Um, Actually, no, I think it is at this point because uh, uh, Takeo is still operating under the assumption that Yamato is into Suna. And uh, he like goes to the bathroom to like wash his face uh because uh, it it seems like uh, his crush is in love with his best friend for the nine millionth time. No, yeah. love triangle. Oh, he's staring at uh, pretty girl. That's why. And so oh, she's yeah. blushing deeply. And yeah, he's, and he's like, he's, why is she? She's so flustered because she's in love. Yeah, <laughs> with pretty boy. So with he pretty boy goes to the bathroom and cools himself off. Yeah, and this is. I wrote down this quote because it just made me so sad. He said, it's useless for me to fall in love with her because it'll just trouble her. And I was like, oh. No! <laughs> that's Big not friend. true at all. <laughs> he doesn't want to inconvenience people with his love. Mm. Ugh. We've all been there. Maybe. It hurts. Uh, <laughs> it's too real. Um, <laughs> so he starts hosing himself down in the sink to <laughs> quite literally cool his head. And when he comes back, they're like, oh, why are you so wet? Like, what the hell happened to you? And Yamato's, like, hopping up and trying to dry him off everywhere. It's so cute. And uh, Pretty Boy's pulling out tissues to also dry him off. He's like, you know, you could also dry yourself off. Like, he's like, I'll help you out, but just realize you could also be doing this. Um, And when Pretty Girl throws a towel on him, on his chest, it curves around his collar of his uh, school jacket and forms a heart. I don't know if everyone caught that. I did not. I didn't see that. It's very red and very clearly folds in the way to shape a heart. Like Good. Right on his chest. Cute. <laughs> so that's a big old hint right there if anyone if anyone besides Takio isn't catching the, the flirts. Yeah. Um, and around this time I noticed there's a lot of huffing and puffing and a lot of like extraneous mouth noises coming from everyone in the show. A lot of like just giggles yeah, everyone... and like smirks and it's just like oh, these are weird sounds. <laughs> Everyone is super flustered at all points in this show. Yeah. Yes. And it's just, like, it's almost like there always has to be some sort of mouth noise at any given time, even if there's no dialogue. Not a moment of silence. Yeah. Yeah. And and we really get that when uh, they, uh, Suna and Takeo start to walk away, uh, uh, leaving Yamato. And she comes running up after them. Because... I don't want to know what that sounded like in the dub. <laughs> I mean, uh, just uh, the most huffing and puffing. <laughs> but before she runs back, Suna Suna mentions that he thinks she's nice. Yeah, and that's so that yeah. makes that makes Takeo be like, he's never said that about any girl before. Like he, loves, he must he, be he in loves love her too. Good. That's the most emotion he's ever shown <laughs> towards another girl. Yeah, and then she runs all the way back just to get his email address. So she can tell him when she bakes the next dessert for... Yeah. Come some. on, Takeo. She didn't ask for Suna's. But yeah, it, yeah, Suna at this point is like, dude, just te- 
test. Yeah. Why? You ha- why you have it as normal? I I always thought that was weird. I n- I never realized how big email is outside of business, outside of like work. And then I'll watch an anime where they're like emailing back and forth, and it's like, oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could email friends. Never <laughs> yeah. thought of that. Huh. It's like long form texting. I yeah. guess. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so they share their emails, and I believe that's the end of the first episode. Yeah, and Ka- yeah. Takeo kind of just resolves to the fact that they're in love, and he'll, he's just gonna root for them, because he, he likes them both very much. Yeah. yeah. And the, oh. the ending is very nice. I like mm-hmm. the ending song, and also, the animation is really smooth in the ending, and I think it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. This is like, another one like the opening, where I'm like, oh, this is very pleasant, like, it was fine, but I'm yeah. Once again, I'm not gonna run down to find out what the song is and the artist and all that. I think it's nice. <laughs> it's I mean, pleasant. I enjoyed it. It's just not my favorite opening or ending so far. Sure. So yeah, uh, we get to episode two, uh, where where first thing uh, Yamato texts uh, Takeo good morning. Yeah. Uh-huh. How how do you not know someone's not who someone's into you when they do that? Like, come on. Yeah, and and it it sort of goes from there into uh, it sort of starts to focus on uh, uh, Suna's uh, relationship with the world uh, yeah. because uh, there's a montage of uh, their day where uh, uh, Suna is just being gawked at by every girl on Earth while uh, Takeo is just staring him down trying to get any read on <laughs> any type of girl that he would like. Um, yeah. and, uh, it, it cuts to later on in the day, he's in his room, he's like, huh, I guess we've been friends for, what, over a decade now? And Suna's never talked about girls with me. Yeah. And I was begging, oh, please be gay. I, I had <laughs> canon that Suna is either gay or, like, pan, because I don't... He says he likes girls in this episode, but like I just I just want him to be gay. Like I feel like that'd just <laughs> be perfect. Or just like asexual. Yeah. Like, eh, eh, it's fine. Uh, not for me. Yeah, no hurry. But yeah, uh so uh Takeo is on a mission to figure out what type of girl uh Suna is into so he can uh use that angle to set him up with his dream girl. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the dub not in the dub, the sub he asks him if he likes the singing lady or the exercise lady. Yeah. I don't know how that goes in the dub, but I think that's very funny. Yeah. Uh, this was a, another thing I wanted to mention with this show, because there's a lot of, like, uh, writing over the characters' heads of, like, what oh, yeah. they're thinking or just sly little, like, comments that aren't, like, necessary. Internal but, monologue. Yeah, uh, and also this turned into, uh, with the dub at least, uh, it had, like, explanations of different, uh, things. Like, one of the types of cakes that Yamado makes, they give, like, this is an Australian, or an Austrian cake, uh, with, like, berries. Um, and at this point, when he's going through all, like, uh, the different things, it's, like, uh, Whatever he says, it's like, this is uh, a girl group of uh, <laughs> idols in Japan. Oh. So he's he's trying to figure out, like, 
okay uh this girl group uh which type do you like because they all have their like specific roles yeah so he's like okay this is a simple way do you like the shy one the cute one the like i figured it'd be something like that they just didn't they didn't establish that in the in the subs Subs. so yeah this is the episode i watched sub so yeah i was confused as well yeah so he's listing off a bunch of different like uh, do you like this pop star? Uh, he lists, like, do you like, uh, of these two Gundam characters, which do you <laughs> like more? Uh, and just trying to, like, one. like who is your celebrity crush? Trying like to figure that out. I like the giant robot, Takeo. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> mm. I want to just... get in the giant robot. Ha! I'm a robophile. Evangelion <laughs> joke. I've never watched Evangelion. All right. Oh, I gotta um, want that. That's a list. Uh, straight <laughs> over my head. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, so at the end of this conversation, he sort or Suna's sort of like, oh, I like, I like, mm, I guess, uh, fit girls, just like exercising, strong people. The exercise lady. They, yeah. Uh, in the in the subs, he says, I guess the exercise lady. Yeah. In this scene is also uh, one of my favorite uh, jokes in this of uh, uh, Takeo bursts into Suna's room and he's like, hey, you're, you're studying. There's not a test coming up. <laughs> Suna's like... Yeah, you know you have to study every day, right? You're always supposed to be studying. <laughs> it's also in that scene where he said he kicks in the door and he's like, "I'm coming in." It's like you're you're supposed to say that before you're you here. come in. Like you already kicked in the door. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, and that becomes a recurring theme of uh, <laughs> Takeo's uh, giant exclamation point life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, they then go to uh, the butt tree. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they go Get to a, a tree that looks like a dude's butt. I love uh, it because Takeo is just like, yep, yep, looks like, like a butt. Oh no, oh, that's it's a, a butt. guy's butt. It's a dude's butt. This is and, the dumb extraneous like dialogue I crave in shows of just being like, these are just two friends being dumb together. Yeah. Like, not yeah. everything's about the plot. It's like, this is what I want. Yeah, they're not always pining over uh, girls or just being too cool for school but they they also talk about tree butts and all that fun <laughs> stuff yeah. so yeah they are like an actual friend group yeah. yeah two teenagers but yeah uh so here takeo loses his cool surprise surprise and <laughs> and is like okay uh we've never talked about girls but uh why why do you not date all of these women who like throw themselves at you and soon as like uh dating's just too hard and difficult and it's too much effort for not enough reward it's tiresome which yeah threw my uh ace theory into uh yeah. overdrive <laughs> yeah that's pretty nice but yeah, uh, and then uh, Yamato has a new cake that he want or he uh, that she <laughs> no. wants to uh, share with the the two boys. Well, with Takeo, but yeah. uh, Takeo insists on bringing Suna because he's hardcore playing matchmaker. Yeah, and I mean, they she asks him if they can do first names, which is a big deal in, in yeah. Japanese yeah. culture. Yeah, especially for like, someone you've met twice and texted like, like once yeah. takeo please <laughs> <laughs> get the hint Ugh. this is also around the time i started realizing man texting must suck hard for takeo 
Because he's got no, those he's big got old monkey malls. Big like, no, they um, always emphasize how small his cell phone is and his giant meaty claws. <laughs> giant meaty claws. Uh, typing out one letter at a time, like dot, 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 like real slow and careful. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they they meet up and have, have some cakes. Uh, this is sort of where it ties back into the ogre story. He's trying to talk up Suna to her. And he's sort of emphasizing, oh, when we were kindergarten, we first met doing this play of the red and blue ogre of uh, I played the big monster and he was the nice guy and everyone thought he was such a great performer and everyone was like, oh, that kid's big and weird for his age. (laughs) Uh, And he keeps telling these embarrassing stories of, uh, well, yeah. In order to talk Suna up, he has to make... Like, all of the stories he's telling make him look really stupid. Yeah, so he's like, oh, I peed myself in first grade, and then Suna, being such a great guy you should date, uh, poured <laughs> water over the both of us so no one could tell. Yeah, this and... was when Suna was going to get them drinks. Yeah. yeah. This was so they were that. alone together for a, a moment. Uh, so yeah, uh, then, then while eating these cakes, he uh, crunches into something hard, and... And, uh, uh, turns out, uh, Yamato put a single chestnut in one of the cakes and called prize. it, yeah, getting the prize, which, uh, <laughs> wink, seemed, wink, yeah, wink, wink, <laughs> <laughs> it was a big old sign that <laughs> Takeo keeps on just plowing through, but, <laughs> but he also ate them all, so, yeah, he was bound to find it eventually. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's what I'm always surprised by when a uh, pretty boy says like, "Oh yeah, she's good at baking." I'm like, "Has he ever had it, any of it?" I think Takio's eaten all of them. He's like every had, time. Uh, he had cheesecake on his plate, and like you see him chewing. Okay. Yeah, he has like the ratio of what Takeo eats and Suna eats is like ten to one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so um, this is the point where uh, Takeo's. Like, oh, well, uh, Suna, you should should give the number to Yamato. Mm-hmm. You should get together. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and Yamato's kind of just like, I guess, yeah, sure. And, sh- sure, okay. cool. I guess we've <laughs> hung out twice, so I'll take it. But um, uh, as they're saying goodbye... Uh, she specifically says goodbye, Takeo, <laughs> and he, he and to no one else. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not the person she's supposed to fall in love with, uh, and and he he just swoons and uh, gets flustered and shouts goodbye. See you later. Hope you get home soon. The most aggressive <laughs> farewell I have ever seen in my life. Um. And as she's walking away, we see, finally, some action that I'm used to in anime. Um, A giant steel girder is uh, being lifted on a crane over her, and the cable snaps, (gasps) and it it starts to fall, and she uh, is in peril, and the two boys leap to action. Uh, Suna goes to make sure that she's okay, and Takeo catches the girder. His stand comes out, and he catches the, <laughs> yeah. the steel beam that's falling from the sky. The yeah, power this of is, love. 
This is where we find out he's a mech that can lift like a one-ton girder. Yeah. He's being um, piloted by tinier, tinier Takies, Tokies, Gorilla Men. Goddamn. <laughs> Fuck the names. Uh, so yeah, this was also a nice moment because uh, as he's like holding the beam, he says uh, that, oh, that's my problem. I I went for the beam. I didn't go for the girl. Like... Suna did. That's why I'll never find love. She'd literally be dead if you yeah. didn't catch this thing. <laughs> you both would be crushed. And then uh, uh, Pretty Boy and we find out Pretty Boy and Pretty Girl are both holding the beam up behind him. Because it's slowly talking? crushing him. Because he gets he gets so demoralized. Uh, She's like, I'm actually pretty strong. Yeah. <laughs> Just barely doing anything. Um, so yeah, they they lift the girder off of themselves, and they they uh, 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 Takeo gets a small cut on his cheek. So Yamato has to get a band aid out of her bag and gently place it on his cheek and caress his face. <gasps> and it's so cute, so cute. How do you get scratched though? I like, don't what, even know. What hit him? But it's I so think... funny because she's just like, oh, you're bleeding. And he's like, not really. No. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm fine. It's a little but, red. Yeah, any any excuse to to touch a face, I guess. Touch the big man. I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so they, they go their separate ways. And that night, uh, this is where uh, Yamato uh, texts Takeo and says, oh, I would like to see you again. Uh, without Suna. Yeah, maybe alone this time. Yeah. My favorite part, though, is when they're walking home and Takeo is just uh, in a manhole. Mm-hmm. He's just stuck in a manhole because he's Yeah, he's just walking attention. into the walls and, like, yeah, he falls down a manhole and just... And then, uh, Pretty Boy just starts insulting him to try and get his attention in any way. And he doesn't respond until he says Yamato. And he's just like... <gasps> yeah. And the only thing he hears is, like, him being like, she's pretty good at baking, huh? Yeah. And then he's like, Suna loves her. It's working. Uh, so clearly they're in love. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where we end up with episode two. Yeah. Yeah. So then in episode three, uh, Takeo goes to meet Yamato at the park by himself. And I have a note that, again, emphasizes how much in my mind... Takeo is like Paul because Paul would wear that exact outfit somewhere. (laughs) Just Just some sneakers and gym shorts and a white t-shirt. And Yamato is a beautiful angel in pink. And she's brought more baked goods for literally saving her life. (laughs) Um, And again, Takeo just keeps talking about how great Suna is and how considerate he is. And oh, he complimented you, by the way. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Um, I also have the note, he's so cute, but he is also a whole-ass idiot. <laughs> a lot of my notes are just so being mean to Takeo, because it's like, come Get on! <laughs> she likes you. No, yeah, in this scene, I wrote, Yamato's gonna think that he is into Suna based on how much <laughs> he talks about him. Yeah. I thought that. I was wondering I, that. I just I I need some some gay characters apparently because that's all I've been wanting in my notes. Yeah, same. So he's kind of just super talking up Suna and like drifts off and he's saying um 
like I think it's in her monologue, but he says, I just want the people who I like to be smiling and to be happy. And I again, I have the note, it's rare to come across anyone as genuinely kind as Takeo, because he just wants both of them to be happy. Because he loves both of them so much that he's just like, if if she doesn't love me, like I'd rather have her love him, I guess, because he's my best friend. Yeah, no, in, uh, in this scene, I also wrote down the quote, he says... I'm the Red Ogre. I can't be anything else. No. And it's like, no! Yes, People not love you for you! <laughs> and then he finally, like, comes back into it and looks down at her and she's crying. And he's like, uh, what I do? And she's like, I gotta go! And she runs. And in the animation, he literally turns to stone once yeah. she starts crying. <laughs> yeah, so he immediately runs to Suna's, which is... A very, it's very funny because soon is just sitting in his room with headphones in and you just hear heavy footsteps running <laughs> from the distance. <laughs> and then he comes in and he's like, you made her cry. What did you do? And he's like, I literally don't know what you're talking about, Takeo. Been here the entire time. Yeah, I've been studying like I'm supposed to. You know, as a student, as we should be doing. As yeah. you should be doing, Takeo. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Takeo's... Just like, she loves you. Can't you tell? And Suna's like, oh, God. <laughs> you <laughs> you, you dumb, dumb boy. This again. <laughs> um, and uh, he's like, she likes you. And he's like, what? No. No. You're handsome. Think. And he gets like really huffy about how handsome <laughs> Suna is. Which is a very me thing. <laughs> because <laughs> when anybody talks about like, if, if anybody thinks they're not cute or not beautiful, I get very mad. and i'm like what are you talking about how dare you think otherwise yeah and then suna is kind of like no she really likes you and you're handsome too and then uh suna's mom comes in and she's like yamato is here (laughs) and then this big dumb idiot he hides under suna's bed which lifts the bed about a foot off the ground (laughs) Oh, yeah. And uh, leading up into this scene, uh, he sort of reveals why he has been rejecting all the girls and uh, why he uh, hasn't been making a move on uh, Yamato. Uh, Because, uh, first off, all of the girls that uh, Takeo has previously had a crush on have been talking shit behind his back because he's such a big exclamation point (laughs) yeah they all they all call him ugly and and annoying and noisy and he says no one wants to date someone that badmouths their friends yeah which is so sweet this is where pretty boy becomes good boy he's a good good boy suna's a very good boy and he also talks about uh how yamato does nothing but says nice things about him when he's not around and uh before yamato gets there takeo's like i don't believe you i still can't believe that she loves me yeah, because uh, in the first episode, when Takeo goes to wash his face, uh, Suna and Yamato are alone, and she straight up says, oh, I have such a big crush on Takeo. Yeah, she's like, does he have a girlfriend? And he's like, nah. And she's like, what? How? He's so handsome. Oh. And I think that's so and, cute. <laughs> and Takeo, still being super dense, says, after a beat, she means you. <laughs> <laughs> you mean... You, right? You. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. Uh, this is also where he says, you totally have balls. <laughs> so he replies, yes, I do. 
Yes, I do. I do have balls. <laughs> He's just very composed and just like, yes, I can confirm. I have testicles. Yeah. <laughs> Thank but you so, for noticing. Um, <laughs> oh, and uh, in in that scene too, like when when she's asking about if Takeo has a a girlfriend and he's like no he, he, he doesn't she's like oh good because i was really hoping i could fall in love with him and i was just like oh <laughs> of course you can doesn't matter if he has a girlfriend <laughs> um don't don't let anything hold you back yeah, <laughs> the sky's so the it's, limit <laughs> it's it is revealed to us that suna is a very good boy and is a true friend um and fuck all those mean girls that say mean things about his best friend because he's his best friend catty little bitches yeah um and then and then that's when yamato gets there and he hides under the bed and she comes in and she's like all he ever does is talk about you i think he wants (laughs) me to date you why and she gets upset because she cried in front of him and again very relatable (laughs) (laughs) i hate crying in front of people um hard say yeah so she she's like i said she's upset because all takeo talks about is suna and she thinks like she he probably doesn't like her because all he talks about is him and how he should she should get with his best friend um and uh then she's so suna's like are you gonna give up then and then she's like no hell no hell no and he's like okay then say it and she's like huh he's like say you're in love with him and then she says it over and over again because like Suna keeps times. saying again louder. Yeah. So keep yeah, saying it, it. I I wrote down. Uh, it it seems like in a uh, cop like sting operation of like <laughs> I need you to say the exact phrase of confessing yeah. so I can catch it on the wire. Yeah. Uh, speak clearly into my mic, please. <laughs> say uh, I love him. You love who? I love Takeo. And you say it again. <laughs> And Yamato your name loves is... Takio. <laughs> I love Takio and cocaine. There, I said it. <laughs> I put cocaine Please in the sign this. <laughs> Please uh, sign this legally binding document <laughs> that says you love him. I have a notary public on the way. <laughs> My mom is a notary public. Uh, Ashton and... Kutcher, can you come out here? Thank you very much. <laughs> and then <laughs> um, Suna is like slowly sauntering over to his bed and he crouches down. He's like, okay, it's your turn now. And then Takeo, I wrote down, is this Attack on Titan? Because of the <laughs> way scene. Takeo gets out from under the bed. This scene is steam. one of my favorites. It's so good. He literally flips the bed up against the wall. <laughs> yeah. And no. Yamato is like, you, in kinder words, she's like, you asshole. <laughs> you <laughs> made me confess time. in front of him. Um, and then they both just say, I've loved you since the moment I've seen you. And they're just having a cute little happy moment in Suna's room while he keeps studying. No, yeah, I I wrote down, he checks the fuck out. Because <laughs> as silly. soon as Takeo stands up, his headphones are back on. He yeah. has his book back up. He's like, okay, finally, I Very can have some peace and quiet. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest, I related to that. <laughs> See, I get him. I get Everyone's him. relatable. Um, and then the next day, we guess, uh, Yamato has made Suna a little cake that says, like, thanks, we're so happy. Little? He's like, it's a big old cake. Yeah, and he's like, why, <laughs> what's this for? And they're like, we're just happy we're together, and you brought us together. And then Yamato's like, I have a really good friend, she's really cute and really nice. And he's like, I'm not lonely, I just wanted you guys to be happy. 
is very quick to shut her down. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's really sweet, and it's like that is annoying though. Like, my friends have never specifically been like, "Oh, I have another friend that'd be really good for you," but it is kind of that. It's again, it's a relatable thing where your friends are in a relationship, and you're not, and they're kind of like, "Oh, we just want you to be happy. Like, maybe you should go meet someone." Yeah, we found love, so we want you to find love, too. Yeah. And Suna's like, no, I've made it abundantly Fine. clear for good. my entire life. I don't want that. I'm I'm good. Thank you. I'm glad you're happy. That's all I wanted. I've never had friends try to set me up with one of their friends because they know my true personality and how terrible it is. Sure. They don't want to put that burden on someone else. <laughs> they never unleash that evil. <laughs> um. So uh, it is at this point that Takeo is like, you really are like the blue demon ogre. And Yamato's like, what does that mean? What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And then Takeo tells the full story, which I will tell very shortly uh, in, in a brief version. Uh, red ogre wants to be friends with the humans of the village. The humans of the village are afraid of the red ogre. The blue ogre offers to terrorize the village and make it seem like he's a big bad guy so the red demon can come fix it. Red ogre. Whatever. I keep switching because I saw <laughs> demon and you guys are saying ogre. Um, so that happens and then the red ogre is friends with all the people from the village and then he realizes he hasn't seen the blue ogre in a while so he goes to visit him and the blue ogre has left because he doesn't uh, want to keep seeing the red ogre because then the townspeople might get suspi- suspicious. Uh, so he essentially gave up gave up his life for his friend which is what takio thought he was doing for yeah pretty boy yeah and i mean uh it's 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 not exactly the same but it is a similar scenario suna is very much and that's why this episode is called my blue demon because yeah suna is takio's blue demon yeah and it it ties in with suna being like no uh you want you wanted a relationship. I don't want it. And sort of avoiding being set up with a friend is sort of him going away saying, uh, oh, you wanted to be friends with the villagers. I couldn't give a shit. Yeah. So let me do this for you and set you up. Yeah. And then I'll go off and live my life happily. Yeah. And it, it's it's a, it's a very nice bookend, uh, yeah. especially since we just watched these three episodes of opening with that story and then sort of ending on it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and um, they're kind of, like, praising him. Like, they're like, oh, you're so amazing for doing this for us. And he's like, isn't that normal to see your friends that's, happy? That's what a good person does. It's yeah. To do um, a nice thing. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's something I love about this show, too, is that, like, this could be reaching. But, like, my love story doesn't need to just mean, like romantic love like it's also about platonic love with suna and takeo and it's so important to show those relationships like in media especially Mm -hmm. with two boys like how much they love each other because a lot of boys are afraid to express feelings toward their friend no matter how how much they love their friends like they're too afraid to do anything about it or express it most anime has two boys expressing their feelings through fists and punches Sure. Yeah, especially uh, the archetypes of the cool kid that everyone loves and the big, tough, uh, athletic kid. Like, those are the, like, most uh, repressed characters, 
or like the most repressed people that you usually meet and seeing them being so open and honest with their feelings and emotions even with uh suna being so reserved is it's just really refreshing and very Mm -hmm. good and another thing too is that a lot of um this is another reason why i love the show as a whole so much and when you were talking about uh triangles earlier i was like oh, i'll talk about it later is that uh the will they won't they part is such a big thing in romantic comedies oh, I hate it. I hate and it's so, so annoying so it's nice that like all of that is condensed in the first three episodes because the yes. whole show now just gets to be about their relationship yeah, yeah. so some of my two favorite characters in like fiction and media are um zoe and wash from firefly and it's because they're already married. They already love each other. Like, that's established. They don't need to do the, you know, Ross and Rachel will they, won't they. It's just like, no, they Ugh. love each other. Like, Ugh, I hate Ross. <laughs> it's like, they'll bust each other's chops. But, like, you know, at the end of the day, they still love each other. So, like, it was just so refreshing to see characters already in love as opposed to, like, trying to get there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's sort of the Spider-Man uh, reboot problem of we need to tell the origin story every time how many times do we have to see uncle ben die yeah it's like we know where this is going we know it's gonna end with him being spider-man we know that uh he's gonna be a powering his figure and stuff out um and that's why the show got such good reviews yeah because we know that it it's gonna go well for them we know that they're gonna get together let's knock it out and actually explore uncharted territory that most uh rom-coms don't get to of okay they're actually together now let's see what their early dating life is like let's see them actually have struggles and conflicts yes exactly yeah and then we get a fun after credit scene of takeo getting too close to people's faces (laughs) (laughs) just just uh uh my favorite was him like ringing the doorbell and they couldn't tell who it was because his face was just smushed against the camera but yeah Yeah, i loved it because it was also a good uh show of character for uh pretty boy uh his (laughs) sister's kind of like oh your friend's so annoying it's like nah he's great i love him and it's like oh like you know that's the friendship you don't see too often yeah Yeah, he's quiet and reserved but he stands by him even behind closed doors a dang point we forgot to make in this all three episodes is that uh takeo says over and over again we're friends and no one's really sure why and then at the (laughs) end he's kind of like oh like we've been best friends this whole time Kind of, and he allows himself to be like, we're friends because we get along and we want happiness for each other. Yeah, we're not very similar, but yeah, we still care for each other. And it's beautiful, and it's a very good show, oh. and that's the first three episodes. Yeah. Yeah, this, uh, getting all three together, it tells, like, like if, the, uh, I'll, I'll jump ahead, I would like to continue this. Yay! <laughs> I kept Weave watching it. there. We've yeah, are there. We... I kept watching it after I finished watching the third episode. I was like, all <laughs> yeah. right, I guess I'm watching this again. Yeah, I, I'll admit, um, I keep saying, yeah, I like shows. I I haven't followed through with any of them yet. Mm. So <laughs> well, <laughs> I realize that with this podcast, because we do it every week. So you have to watch a new show every week. So there's never time to get into the one like, yeah. that you do like. I haven't watched. I, I said I would watch more JoJo and I haven't yet. But I still yeah. want to. So, uh, sorry for the false promises, everyone. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we can forgive but... you this one time. <laughs> Thank this you. One time. I, I will not fail you again. 
yeah, especially with this show, because uh, mm. I would definitely like to see more because it's so cute and pure. And uh, <laughs> since I don't awesome. see, I see jokes in anime, but I don't see like comedy animes a whole lot. So yeah. it's actually seeing stuff, not like the one-liner as they punch the villain into space, uh, but actually seeing like uh, comedic situations. Uh, a sitcom, if you will. <laughs> a rom-com. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that in anime before, and I'm a big fan so far. Good. Yay! Would you keep watching it, Brendan? Honestly, yeah, I'll probably keep watching it. See how far it goes. I won. I'm the winner. <laughs> you did it. I did it. You conquered anime. With love. <laughs> I've won all of anime. I, I found the chestnut and the cake. I'm the winner. <laughs> the prize. You the prize. The prize. But yeah, um, I'm I'm terrified because this already defied like current rom com status. So I'm I'm my body and every media part of my brain is saying they're gonna break up, then get back together like eight times in the yeah. series. So uh, I'm terrified of that, but I I still want to continue. <laughs> I feel like this one will also kind of throw off your expectations because I, I don't know much about it, but I hear it's good because it kind of breaks norms. Like we said, they already got the will they, won't they thing out of the way in episode three. So I think it's going to set a weird expectation if you try to watch anything else that's kind of like romance heavy. Because a lot of other anime that focus on romance is very tropey and falls into all of those, you know, typical writing traps that yeah. get tired very quickly. So, so, like, it might be weird of, like, starting with the best and then going downhill <laughs> from here. Uh, at least I get a very good taste in my mouth rather than being turned off of all romance animes. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, um, I greatly enjoyed this, and I'm uh, thank you so much for sharing this date. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Ooh. If you ever all have right. a bad day, now you can come home and watch an episode of My Love Story. Yeah. Uh, just nice purity in my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you all for joining us this week. Uh, what are we going to watch next time? Next week, we're watching Gurren Lagann, which is a classic. Everyone loves. Everyone. I don't want to hear otherwise. No, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just very widely uh, accepted as one of like the best. Like it's, A lot of people love it. Um, Can't argue with that. Yeah. It's uh, one of the earlier ones. Nah, maybe not earlier. So it's like, I want to say like 2000s-ish. So it's not too recent. Um, but it's a mech show. We haven't done mechs yet. So I figured this will be a good one. Ooh. And we'll Ooh. be jumping around a tad. We'll watch episodes 1, 2, and 8. And for okay. anyone, anyone who has watched the show, you know what episode that is. Oh, no. <laughs> I won't say anything else. I'm scared. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, this has been Are We There Yet? Um, this is probably going to be one of the first uh, episodes that comes out after uh, we're dumping the first few episodes. Big uh, dump. Big anime yeah. dump. Mm. No. Uh, don't like the phrasing um, That's we're gonna blow our anime love hopefully you don't think it's a dump listener ha! Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah please uh, please join us uh, we would love suggestions of shows we should be watching uh, you can find us at 
there yet on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we would like to thank Camille Ruley for the beautiful artwork that uh, we are using. And we would like to thank uh, Louis Zong for the song Stories Off of Beats. Uh, you can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you. We hope you'll join us next time as we learn to live with anime. Bye. See you.